This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 495. I've been doing a lot of podcasts and deleting them, and I, I don't exactly know why, but I do know that I am still working on myself and still working on convincing myself that I have something to share, that I have value to add to people. And even though I get messages every single day from people telling me that I add value to their life, I still do not believe it. And I still hesitate and delete content. And I still just criticize myself a lot. And I don't like it. And what I want to share today is my process of publishing my first book. And this is something that should not be that hard it should not be that hard. I know so many people that have published books. Many of my friends, clients, people that just everyday people, just anybody can publish a book. But for some fucking reason, I have so much resistance that I have been fighting, fighting tooth and nail to find ways to sabotage this process. And so I wrote my first book in 2017. It took me four years to complete it. This book became a course and the course is not even for sale right now. So I'm not even going to advertise it, but, um, because I just don't feel that it's good enough. Um, I've done so much in my life that I have trashed because I just didn't feel it was good enough. And um, maybe you can relate where you start a lot of things and then you finally do complete them. But by the time you complete it, you're like, this is not this is not good. I have to do something else. Like I have to make it better. So that's my first book, which should definitely be published, but it's not going to be maybe one day. Um, but in 20, when I completed my first book, I started working on another one. And... Um, that is called the Raw Vegan Beauty Book. And I wrote it a few years ago. And I wrote it in about, you know, two months or uh, no, less. I probably wrote it in about two days, to be honest. Um, it took a few more months after that to like start designing it in Canva, learn how to use Canva. And, um, but the truth is, I wrote it really quickly. But, then I had to like start making it into a book. I didn't really know that you could pay people to do this. So the best advice that I can tell you is if you're interested in writing a book, write the book and then give the process, pay someone to help you with the process. Go on Fiverr. I know an amazing woman. If anybody needs someone, go on Fiverr. And then what you're going to do is you're going to pay somebody to design it, pay a professional to design your book and then f- to format it and to help you to publish this book. Because now it has been three years, which is a, you know, publishing a book, which it could, you know, it's not supposed to take this long, okay? But um, I have just been, you know, finding every way possible to not publish this book, even though it's one of my biggest goals in life to have a real book. But because... I have in my subconscious, I am saying, don't publish this book. It's not good enough. Nobody's going to want to buy it. This is a waste of time. This is a waste of money. This is embarrassing. 
then you know I'm pay- I paid somebody to help me format the book. I designed the whole book, but I paid someone to format it, which you have to you know like change the size to go on Amazon, and then I paid someone else to help me um, to just push me to do this and find out exactly what I need to do. You know, you need to buy a uh, ISBN number. So I paid someone to help me figure that out. And I'm in the very, very final stages of this fucking process. And I'm still sabotaging and I'm still delaying the process because I'm like, oh, I don't have time to no, but I have time. But I just, I, you know, and then I didn't get back to the woman on Fiverr. And then, you know, the cover, I don't like the cover. I got to do another photo shoot. And then, I, you know, this and that. Because honestly, the cover of the book, sorry, this is not a great podcast episode, but whatever. The cover of the book is a selfie. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't put this book out. I can't put a book out that has a selfie as a cu- fucking cover. But you would never know it's a selfie shot. Um, but, uh, no, I need to do a professional photo shoot. Oh, to do a professional photo shoot. I got to lose weight. I got to get more fit. You know, I got to make sure I got this. I got to look better. I got to get a better outfit. I got, I got to get more sleep so that I look better. I don't want to have any bags under my eyes. And, and it's just such an on and on and on and on. Such a joke. At the end of the day, you cannot outwork a belief. What do I mean by that? I have a belief that no matter what I do, it's not good enough. And until I release this belief, I will be self-sabotaging for the rest of my life. I once had a belief that I was a food addict and I couldn't go a day without chocolate or coffee or McDonald's. Literally, I didn't go a day without McDonald's. And I just, I didn't want to and I didn't think I could. And I tried, but like I could not. And I didn't want to. You know, I didn't know the adverse, like serious side effects of eating junk food back in the day when I was, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old. Um, I was always trying to be healthy, but, you know, I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. It was, it was an addiction. And I said to myself, there's no way I can't. And that's what I got. And um, through education and through slowly changing my diet step by step by step, going gluten-free and then going, um, you know, vegetarian and then raw vegan and just learning about, you know, where our food comes from and what it takes to produce foods, learning about the chemicals that are found in foods. And um, side note, it's actually safer to find something that's certified organic, not by the USDA. Because I don't know if you noticed, but the USDA can't be trusted. So that's a little tip, pro tip from me to you. Try to find things certified organic, not by the USDA. Back to this episode. That was a commercial. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Now back to the episode. Um, Okay, so long story short is... um, 
my book, right. The very last step of this whole fucking process. Well, today I finally, I got a Kindle account, put in all my tax information, my LLC information, okay. And then the last, very last step of this is um, the cover situation. So I'm going to have to approve the cover. I'm going to have to, you know, upload it to the site with the ISBN, um, which is the barcode on books. And listen, I could teach a whole goddamn course at this point on how to publish your own book because I'm self-publishing a book. Once I do this, I know I'm going to break free. Once I have my book in my hand, which by the way, is not ready to be published. It's not good enough. There's not enough information in there. It's not perfect. I actually have refused to reread it. I paid someone. Did I pay you? Sherry, I don't know. <laughs> I think I did. I don't know if I did, but I hope I did. No, I probably didn't. But um, <laughs> I paid someone to edit it for me, and I'm hoping they read it and it makes sense. But I cannot read this book because if I start reading it, I'm never going to publish it. Like I, I have to just go forth into the unknown. I have to go and make the step. I have to take the steps, even though I feel like this is a terrible idea. It's not good enough. I don't want to put it out there because it's just like, I don't want somebody buying a book and then not getting value from it and feeling like it wasn't worth their money. And I just have a major, major, I have this thing that's stopping me from being successful as an entrepreneur. And I want it to be gone. And I'm actually going to work with a hypnotherapist soon. Um, One of my clients is a, uh, she does hypnosis. So I'm really grateful for that. And um, I want this to end because my whole fucking life, this has been it. I'm a really hard worker. I'm really good at a lot of things. I have gifts and talents. I even have gifts and talents that I don't even know about yet. And I'm tired of my life being sabotaged by this belief that I'm not good enough. And it's not just my life and my career, but it's relationships, it's friendships, it's opportunities that I've been presented with that I haven't taken. And it's the major reason why I'm not more social because I feel like, oh, what if I'm not funny enough? What if I'm not interesting enough? What if I don't make the person feel good and they are disappointed and they feel like they wasted their day or their time or their hour? And that's the same thing with the book. It's like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. This book, I don't want people to order it and feel like they wish they wouldn't, wouldn't have ordered it. It's like, at least with YouTube or this podcast, if it wasn't worth it, then at least you didn't really pay anything, you know? And then I think to myself, oh, but I wasted their time. But I do it anyway. I, I, I have forced myself. I've, the truth is I forced myself to put myself out there because I, I have a message and I have a purpose in this world. And so that's what I need to keep reminding myself. And I guess one of the biggest reasons why this book is so fucking hard for me is because I'm not sure if that if that aligns with my purpose. I mean, I know it does though. That's what I'm that's what I need to remember. Yeah, this Raw Vegan Beauty book, sorry guys, I'm just talking it out. You know how women need to just like talk things out to know 
like what, how they feel and what they think. That's what's going on right now. I'm getting the words out so that I know exactly what I'm thinking and feeling, which at the end of the day, this raw vegan beauty book, it does align with my life purpose. No, it's not specifically about going vegan, but of course I talk about it in the book and I'm trying to inspire people to eat fruit instead of dead animal body parts. And that's what mostly the book is about. The book is mostly about choosing fruit over dead animal body parts, okay? So I need to just keep remembering that because as I sit here and I'm about to you know, tell the person, okay, this is the cover, even though it's not good enough. Okay, here's the book, even though it's not good enough. It's not ready. It's not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. And I just have to five, four, three, two, one, press send and pull the trigger because nobody's going to do it for me. I, I paid people to do it for me. And at the end of the day, they still can't do it for me. I'm the one who has to do it. So I know I I advised you to have people help you, which is a big part of the process. You need people to help you, but you're going to have to get out of your own way. Only you can stop yourself and only you can get out of your own way. And you're never going to feel good enough. And that's the truth. Yeah, we can work on ourselves. And yeah, I'm doing a lot better than I used to. A lot better. You have no idea. For many years, as a teenager, I used to hide in my closet. So... There was a time when I had a job. Um, I had this job at a place called Funtime USA. And I was 14. And the job started at 4 o'clock. And I was supposed to get out around 10 or 11. And it was at this time that I dropped out of school. Okay? When I was almost 15. So we'll say 15. I dropped out of school and I was suffering really bad from body dysmorphic disorder, but I didn't know it at the time. And I couldn't tell anyone because I really didn't have anyone to tell. And I was, I was making a lot of money at this place because I worked, you know, it was an hourly job, but I got a lot of tips. Okay. I was a party, a party attendant And so I used to run the parties for these kids and the parents loved me and I was very like, you know, making the kids laugh and stuff and doing a really good job. So I would get, I would make a lot of money for, especially for, you know, a 14 year old, 15 year old. Um, Sometimes I would make a thousand dollars a day. I know. And um, what happened was, is that I dropped out of school but I didn't want to tell anyone. I didn't want my sister's nurse to know or my mom to know because I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. And I mean, even if they knew, they couldn't force me to go to school. Nobody can force me to do anything. And I was paying the bills. So like, I felt like I was the head of household since I'm, you know, since I'm 15 years old. Long story short, I used to hide in my closet. I don't know if I've ever said this out loud, so I'm kind of embarrassed, but this is the truth. I used to wake up for school 
pretend that I was leaving for school and then I would hide in my closet the entire day. And then when it was time, I would pretend that I came home and then I would go to work. And I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to be around people because I was overweight, I had acne, and I felt extremely, extremely ugly. And I felt that everybody was staring at me. Um, and um, I was really embarrassed to be seen. And I was just I was just scared of people making fun of me, making fun of my nose, my acne, my weight. But I needed money. I needed to pay the bills. I, I needed to eat. I had a food addiction and I needed to buy food for not only my family, but for, to, you know, to feed my addiction. So that it was a lot of money, you know, when you're binging on food. Um, and well, I don't really know how this came up to be honest, but I, oh yeah, I'm doing a lot better than I used to because I used to be so terrified to be seen that I would only leave my house if I absolutely had to. And now, you know, I go on camera and tonight I had my Misfit Monday call with all my beautiful fruity cuties that I love so much. I have a great community and I'm on camera every single day, whether, you know, that's on YouTube or, you know, Zoom. I do a lot of Zooms with clients and then I have the Woodstock Wednesdays um, that's on Wednesday. And then I have, you know, I'm just always on FaceTime or Zoom with clients. And of course I do YouTube now. And, um, you know, that's a big accomplishment for me. That's a very, very big accomplishment because I was diagnosed with body dysmorphic disorder, um, when I was about 18 or 19, I finally started seeking help because I, I could not leave the house. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. So I tell you this story to let you know that even though I have come a long way, I still have a feeling of not being good enough. Not just me, but everything I do. This podcast, every YouTube video, every book, every email, every everything, every session that I do with my clients. And... I don't know if that's ever going to go away, but I know the only way to accomplish anything is to ignore that critic, that inner voice that is telling me these fucking lies. I know for a fact that there are two voices in every person's head. Okay? Two. One is your higher self and the other is the liar. It's your ego. It's the person that's saying that you shouldn't do this. You can't do this. Who the fuck are you to do this? And sometimes their voice is strong as fuck. Like right now, I'm about to pull the trigger on this book and it's going to be available on Amazon soon. And so many people have reached out to me saying that you know, they bought the ebook. I think I sold like over a thousand ebooks at this point of the Raw Vegan Beauty book. And I'm really grateful. But um, 
a lot of people have asked, can I buy it like a real copy because they don't like ebooks? And me too, I hate ebooks. I'm always on the computer, so I definitely never, I will never read an ebook. But I love real books. I have a lot, I have a really nice collection of books. And so I wanted to make this, and I, it's been a lifelong dream of mine to have my own book. And I'm at the, I'm at the point where it is about to happen. Like any day now, I'm going to announce that I have my book on Amazon and people are going to buy it. I hope. And I'm so fuck, and I've worked so hard on this book, but yet I feel that that voice is right. I just hear her saying that this is so, this is such a big mistake. I hear her saying that this is not ready. You should reread it. You should rewrite it. You know so much more now than you knew three years ago. You're making a big mistake. This is a mistake. You're putting yourself out there and people are going to want to refund and people are going to want to return it and people are going to be disappointed in you and you're embarrassing and you're a disappointment and it's not good enough. But the truth is, I know it'll never be good enough for this fucking liar in my head, ever, ever. I have a voice in my head and I don't know if this makes me crazy or we all have it. I'm pretty sure we all have it. And I just have to ignore her. And I'm, and a lot of you guys are not gonna do what you're supposed to do on this earth because you're fighting this inner demon and they're winning you can't let them win this is the same inner demon that is in con- in control of what you eat what you do what you say your addictions your vices whether you go for that whether you go for that promotion at work whether you go on that date this voice is going to ruin your life you have to fight and fight and fight and you have to outlast the old you to get to the new you. It's a very uncomfortable process. And I just wanted to vent about it. And I want to say thank you very much for listening. That voice wants me to delete this podcast. Because as much as I found the podcasts that I've been recording way less of way less valuable um they were actually way more valuable like i have deleted podcasts that were way better than this but just to prove my inner liar wrong i'm going to press publish on this podcast even though it's not very good in my opinion at all and it doesn't fucking matter because i'm in the fight of my fucking life i'm in the fight of my life with myself Life is a fight between your higher self and your liar. Who are you going to let win? Thank you for listening.